0: Today's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job's more visibility at indeed.com/brains on. Just go to indeed.com/brains on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. indeed.com/brains on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening
1: to Brains On where we're serious about being curious.
2: Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation.
0: Oh, what a perfect morning, strolling through a farmer's market near the beach, breeze in my hair, blue sky above. Oh, Thank you for joining me, Karis. Of course, so
3: many cool stands here. Seashells. Cuphead got a lovely seashell. Ooh, neat. Hi, I'm Sally. Can I interest you in a seashell? Wait, your name's Sally? Yeah. And you sell seashells? Obviously. And we're by
1: the seashore? So... Sally sells seashells by the seashore.
3: You're just stating facts. Peppers here, get your peppers. They're freshly picked. Sold by the Peck and pickled too. Ugh, that Peter Piper is so
0: loud. Wait, Sally who sells seashells by the seashore has a stand next to
3: a Peter Piper who picks pecks of pickled peppers? Literally, he just said that.
4: Are you okay? Hey, Sally. Do you have change for a 20? People keep buying my Fuzzy Bear's honey jars, and I need some small bills.
3: Sure. Nice shave, by the way, Fuzzy. You look good with the bald look.
5: Yeah. I thought it would be weird for a bear to have no hair, but hey, it keeps me cool in the summer.
1: Wait, no way. Is that bear's last name Wuzzy? You know him? Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear.
0: Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Fuzzy, Wuzzy wuzzy wasn't wasn't very fuzzy, fuzzy, was he?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You two are talking nonsense.
0: Please leave. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. It's just you don't know these tongue twisters? Seriously? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about.
3: Hey, Sally. Oh, hey, Mr. Woodchuck. Woodchuck?
1: (laughs) Let me guess. You sell freshly chucked wood?
0: (sighs) How did you know that? Are you a mind reader? Get out of my head! You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is Karis from Detroit. Hey, Karis. Hello. Today's episode is all about tongue twisters. A tongue twister is a sentence or series of words that are super hard to say, like... How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Or, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. And all the quizzically curious quandaries and questions we've gotten about them can be summed up like this.
2: I'm Josiah from Vernon, British Columbia, and my question is, why are tongue twisters so hard to say? So, Karis, to start off,
0: do you have a favorite tongue twister?
1: Yes, my favorite is, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood?
0: That one's great. It has a good rhythm to it. I like that. Me too. Are there any sounds that you find, like, tricky to say now?
1: Mm, Not really, but, like, some S's are really hard to say. Some, like, with Toy Boat, it's so hard. Like, I don't know, like, when I finish, I start sounding like— I start having, like, a
0: British accent
1: when I finish. (laughs) I'm like, how did this get here?
0: (laughs) So were there any sounds that were tricky for you to say, like, when you were littler?
1: No, not really. But my little sister, she, when she says, I love you, she would like, say, I love you.
0: Like, I love you. Oh, interesting. So, like, she couldn't say the V, it was B more of a yeah. sound. Gotcha. So, do you consider yourself a fast talker or a slow talker?
1: A very fast talker. I talk like really fast
0: sometimes. Let's see how fast you can talk. Like, why don't you do like the ABCs as fast as you can?
1: Okay and
0: Z. Whoa, that was really fast. Record-breaking ABCs there. Incredible. <laughs> is there like a favorite word that you love to say? Oh, squeegee. <laughs> yeah, that is a very, very satisfying word to say. To tackle tongue twisters, let's start with the basics.
1: Right. How do we make the sounds in a tongue twister anyway?
0: Speaking is actually complicated business, and it's a wonder we don't trip over our words more often.
1: Speaking begins with a breath.
0: You take a deep breath in, and you let it
1: out as you speak. And that breath goes on a journey. First, it passes through our vocal folds.
0: Right. These are two small muscles in your throat. You may have heard them called vocal cords, too. They can open and close.
1: When they're open, air passes through without making a noise. Like when you're just sitting there and
0: breathing. When they close, they vibrate as air passes through them and this makes sound. It's like, think of a balloon. Your vocal folds are like the opening of the balloon. The air can flow out when the opening is wide open and there's very little sound. Or you can tighten the opening of the balloon by stretching it sideways so the air has to squeak through. And this creates vibrations that are loud.
1: But talking isn't just breath vibrating your vocal folds.
0: Right. If that were the case, our language would sound like, eh eh huh Thankfully, there are other tools we use to shape our sounds.
1: Those tools are sometimes called articulators because they help us articulate or pronounce things.
0: So think of your lips, which help with ma-ma-ma or ba-ba-ba sounds. Or your teeth, which help you go th, 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 or fa, fa, fa. Then you've got your tongue and the top of your mouth, perfect for da, 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 or if they touch further back, ka, ka, ka. Then there's your cheeks. So, Karis, make a sound like this with your mouth just hanging open. Uh, uh. Okay, so now keep making that sound, but pull your cheeks from the corners of your mouth like you're cheesing a big old smile. Uh, uh, yep, yeah. now stop smiling and drop your cheeks and make that same sound. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, now we'll do it over and over fast. Super fun. I'm gonna do that all the time. (laughs) Kind of sounds like a really tired siren. (laughs) Yeah. The siren needs a break. All right. So we have lips, tongues, teeth, and cheeks. They all help shape, block, and release that breath as it leaves our bodies. And think how incredible it is, how quickly our mouths change shape, our tongues move, and our vocal folds tighten, all so we can say these words. Incredible. So that's how we talk. But what if we wanted to twist our tongues?
1: We want to learn more, so we asked our pal, Ruby Guthrie, to look into it.
6: Hi, Ruby. Hey, what's good, Collie and Maris? I mean, Wally and Garris. Oh, no, Molly and Karis. Took a sec, but you got there. You see, what I just did there, that's called a spoonerism. That's when you mix up the beginning sounds of words in a phrase or sentence,
0: like Gooby Guthrie Or
6: Blolly Moom. Blalimoom. Exactly. It's kind of fun, and it's just one of the ways we can play around with language. Tongue twisters are another way. And part of the fun of a tongue twister is the challenge. So I wanted to find the hardest tongue twister there is. And lucky for me, some scientists wanted to know the same thing.
7: Well, let me start by telling you why we would ever bother to do such a thing.
6: That's Stephanie Schattekuffnagel. She's a research scientist at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And she's one of the scientists who came up with some of the hardest tongue twisters ever. And she wanted to do it
7: for more reasons than just plain fun. Although fun is a pretty good reason to me. We're very interested in the process that goes on in your mind when you plan an utterance. An utterance is just a chunk of speech that has a clear
6: beginning and end. It could be a sound like, "Uh uh-huh or one word like hello or even a whole sentence like, Molly, your pants are backwards. Exactly. Wait, wait, what? My pants are backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was just an example. Okay, phew. So Stephanie is interested in understanding how we talk, how our brains plan the sounds and sentences we use to communicate. But this is really hard to do because we can't exactly see how our brains are putting together sentences. And that's where tongue twisters come in.
7: So, we thought that by studying tongue twisters, which is a rather extreme circumstance in which things fall apart, we might be able to learn even more about the process by which you plan an utterance and what goes on in your mind when you're doing that. And in particular, we wanted to know what makes something hard to say. And
6: if you want to learn what makes something hard to say, tongue twisters are the perfect place to start.
7: All of your listeners are familiar with she sells sea shells, which, if you say it once, is not too hard. But if you say it several times, is very hard.
6: Ooh, OK, let's try it three times fast. She sells sea shells.
7: She
0: sells sea shells. She sells sells, sells, sea shells. Oh, no.
7: I messed it. Up. Yeah. That's tricky. We had a hypothesis that there were several factors that might make something hard to say. So, one was that you have not only an alternation like TKTK, but a different pattern of alternation at the beginning and at the end. Of the syllable.
0: Okay, so there's an alternating pattern, meaning the sound changes and goes
6: back and forth. Right. In she sells seashells, the beginning of each word isn't always the same. It switches sounds. So it goes sh, s, s, sh. And we can call that pattern A-B-B-A. And this alternation, this switching of sounds, is extra tricky because the sh and the s sounds are so easy to confuse. Yeah, those sounds are already so similar. Right, and
0: if you think about it, your tongue is nearly in the same place when you're making a sh sound
6: as it is when you make the s sound. I know, but it gets even trickier because the endings of the words are also alternating.
0: Whoa, yeah, she sells seashells. The endings go e-l-e-l. And that's a different pattern from the
1: beginning pattern
0: mental gymnastics. It's like patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the
6: same time. Exactly. And it's these competing patterns that make for a really tricky tongue twister. So, knowing this, Stephanie and her colleagues set off to make one of their very own. They started with six syllables, each starting with alternating sounds. In this case, T and K
7: sounds. So, something like top cape. So you have a T in the beginning of top and a K at the beginning of cape. And we picked those two sounds because they are um, fairly easy to confuse in ordinary speech errors that we all make when we're talking sometimes.
1: Just like the sh and the s sounds and she sells seashells. Right.
7: So then we put a P at the end of all six syllables because we wanted the alternating pattern of the T and the K to be different from the same pattern of P at the end. And then we had a different vowel for each of the six syllables.
6: And those were the magic ingredients for the ultimate tongue twister.
7: Top, cape, tip, carp, type,
6: keep. Top, cape, tip, carp, type, keep. Whoa, my tongue is already in
7: knots. For most people, the second or third time you see it, you will be making some kind of an error. Top, cape, tip, carp, type, keep. It's
0: like patting your head, rubbing your belly, and roller skating all at once. But what does it all mean?
6: As far as I can tell, it's gibberish. Adding meaning onto a tongue twister is another layer of difficulty. But for now, Stephanie's team was interested in how hard it is to say, not whether or not it made sense.
7: And we constructed several more along the same lines. So here's another one. Pod, kid, pulled, card, pad, cord. In that case, it was the P and the K at the beginning of each syllable, uh, a D at the end, and a different vowel for each one.
6: And by studying how and when we mess up these phrases, whether it's twisting our tongues or having a spoonerism slip... Stephanie hopes it'll help us understand what our brain does when we plan to talk. And while these tongue twisters can certainly stump us, they're still so much fun to say.
7: I'm not quite sure why this is the case, but you start reading one of these things, and you start to giggle, and then you start to laugh out loud. I'm not quite sure why they are so funny, but they are very enjoyable. And on that
6: note, I think it's time my tongue took a rest. Catch you on the slip fight. I'm, slip slide. Flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.
0: See you, Ruby. Our tongues might be twisted, but are your ears ready to listen? It's time for the... mystery You ready, Karis? Yeah. Here it is. What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's like a water bottle, like someone's putting the cap on a water bottle and then drinking it and then swallowing it.
0: Wow. I love that. Very, very good. Yeah, it sounded like water to me too. Well, we're going to listen to it again and get another chance to guess at the end of the show.
1: We're working on an
0: episode where we're giving awards for the things that are the most. You know, most long, most fast, most deep, or longest, fastest, deepest is how we usually say those in English. And we want to hear from you. If you were going to give a Mosty Award, what would you give it to? Maybe it's the funniest joke, or the tastiest food, or the most stylish color. Truly, whatever category you can dream up, we'd like to hear your winner. So Karis, what category would you want to give
1: an award in? Maybe um, the fastest talker or the most comic books.
0: Who has the most comic books? Do you think? Do you like know someone with a ton of comic books?
1: Um yeah, so my um, cousin, he has like fifty thousand comic books. Whoa 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 whoa! Wait, wait hell what? <laughs> wait
0: what? How is that? Where where are they? Are they in his house?
1: Yeah, he's been like collecting ever since he was a child. Whoa! Like back when they were like
0: twenty five cents. 50,000 comic books. That is incredible. So please send us your ideas at brainson.org slash contact. While you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, drawings, high fives, and questions. Like this
2: one. Hi, I'm Ryder, and I live in Northbridge,
0: Massachusetts. I want to know, do cats go to the dentist? You can find an answer to that wonderful question on our Moment of Um podcast. It's a daily dose of facts and curiosity you can find wherever you listen to Brains On. Just search for Moment of Um. And keep
3: listening.
5: Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start.
0: You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Blolly Moom, I mean, Molly Bloom. And I'm Kiris. And we asked our listeners to share their favorite tongue twisters. Here's what you had to say.
2: Hello, my name is Elliot from Scotland, and my favorite tongue twister is Betty bought a bit of butter, but she found the butter bitter, so Betty bought another bit of butter to make the bitter butter better. Sit in solemn silence on a dull dark duck in a of prism with a lifelong lock. Awaited the sensation of a sharp, sharp shock on a chippy-chippy chopper on a big black block. My favorite tongue twister is Baby Bears Blow Blue Bubbles. Baby Bears Blow Blue Bubbles. Baby Bears Blow Blue Bubbles. Hi, I'm Cordelia, and I made this tongue twister up. Penny picked plenty of pretty purple petunias. Ooh. My favorite tongue twister is How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And this is how fast I can say it. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? My favorite tongue twister is look, look, likes, likes, looks, duck, likes, likes, likes. Luke Luck likes lakes. Luke Stuck like likes lakes. Duck takes legs and legs. Look, look, legs. Look, takes legs and legs. Duck legs. This tongue twister was found in a book called Fox and Socks by Dr. Seuss. Hey Molly, I wanted to tell you my favorite tongue twister. Here it is: Sally sold seashells by the seashore, but her seashells didn't sell so well. This famous British. Tunnel is said to be inspired by the life and work of Mary Anning. Here it is. She sells seashells on the seashore. The shells sea- she sh- sells are seashells, I'm sure. For if she sells seashells on the seashore, then I'm sure... She sells seashore shells. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are surely seashells. So if she sells shells by the seashore, she surely sells
6: seashore shells. Hi, I'm Aria, and I'm 14 years old. Hi, I'm Adia, and I'm 9 years old. We'll be saying five of our A to Z tongue twisters. A, alligators ache for antelopes in the afternoon. B, bears bake bread at breakfast. C, cats' claws cause a commotion when cutting clementines.
2: D, dolphins dive into the desert at the delicious diner. (laughs) Eels eat emus after eating
6: edamame. And that's just five of the...
0: 26, though, we have. Wow, Aria and Adia, a tongue twister for every letter of the alphabet is such a great idea. Thanks also to Elliot, Vincent, Adelaide, Cordelia, Jame, Ezra, Willa, Jing, Isaac, Noah, Isabella from Perth, and Isabella from Vermont. Those were all truly terrific. Okay, so far we've learned about how to make a super tricky tongue twister, but it doesn't take a tongue twister to trip us up. Sometimes it's just a simple sound. To tell us more about why some sounds are trickier than others, it's Brains On producer Rosie DuPont.
3: Hi, Kali. Hi, Maris. I mean, Molly and Karis. Jeez, it's contagious. Anyway, I did a little research, and turns out the hardest sounds to make in the English language are called the late eight. They are sh as in sheep,
5: or shore, s
3: as in sea or salad, th as in think, or thimble, th as in that, or writhe, r as in red, or rabbit, z as in zap, or zoom, l as in legs, or light, and j as in measure, or casual, bingo. So that's sh, <laughs> th, And I wanted to know why these sounds are hard. So I talked to an expert about it.
4: So my name is Dr. George Castle and I am a speech pathologist.
3: Speech pathologists are masters of communication. They help people improve their communication skills in all sorts of ways. One of their specialties is helping people learn to say the late eight. Turns out there are two big things that make the late eight tricky. Number one, it's hard to see people make these sounds with their mouths. You mean the sound is being made by, like, the tongue, but we can't easily see that just looking at someone's lips? Exactly. The second reason these sounds are tough to master, they're hard to hear.
4: The shh in shop is hard to understand because it's not as loud as, let's say, a vowel, for instance. If I say ah or oo or o, I I make them with an open mouth, relatively open airway, and so they're easy to hear and they're easy to say.
3: And if you push these late eight sounds together in a single word or phrase, they form something called a
4: cluster. So if you have to say the word three, for instance, now you're combining the th sound and also the r sound Two sounds that are individually difficult to make.
3: Molly and Karis, can you think of any other cluster examples using the late eight? Shrimp. Yes. And shred. Totally. The thing is, a lot of people have trouble making these sounds, especially when they're kids. It's George Castle's job to help people tackle these tricky sounds. So naturally, he has lots
4: of tips. Number one is just to have fun.
3: Like practicing tongue twisters.
1: Sally sells, she sells down by the seashore. Sally sells, she
3: sells down by the seashore. Or playing games that involve the late eight.
4: If I'm working on the TH sound, like thing, I might have a ball and we might practice throwing the ball. See how I elongated the sound? Throwing. So every time I... throw the ball. You have to say, throw it to me, George. And so anything that allows the person to say the sound, but not really think about the fact that they're saying the sound, they just think that they're having fun. I'm just throwing this ball with this fun guy, and we're doing a bunch of things that are fun. And by the way, we're also working on speaking in a different way.
3: So if some of those late eight sounds are tricky for you, practice saying them while having fun and you'll probably get better at them. And speech therapists have lots of other games and techniques they use to help people. And even if those sounds stay hard, that's okay too, because there are lots of different ways to communicate and achieve understanding. And that's that.
1: Really rad reporting, Rosie. Rosie reports are regularly
3: really rad. Thanks, Karis. Bye. Brains, brains, brains.
0: Before we go, we've got a special treat. English isn't the only language with tongue twisters. We asked our friends to share tricky sayings from other languages, and they delivered.
2: Mama, chima, maman, mama, mama. I want to share two of my favorite Chinese tongue twisters today. 吃葡萄不吐葡萄片, what it means is, eat a grape but don't spit out the skin. When You aren't eating grapes, spit out the skin. I've got a second tongue twister to that is better because it tells a story. 有一个小孩叫小杜, 上街打住又买布, 回头看见鹰抓兔, 放下不, 割下醋, 上前持追鹰和兔, 飞了鹰, 跑了兔, 洒了醋, what it means is, there is a kid named Little Doo. He went to the street to buy vinegar and cloth. He bought the... Cloth bought the vinegar, and he turned his head to see an eagle grab a hair. He put down the cloth, put down the vinegar, and hurried to chase the eagle and the hair. A way flew the eagle away around the hair. The
6: vinegar is spilled, and the cloth gets wet. Hi, my name's Ruby, and here's a really fun tongue twister in French. Simon tonton, ton tonton, tonton, ça tendu. And that means if my uncle shaves your uncle, your uncle will be shaved. So silly. Here's a tongue twister in Corsa.
2: Hi, my name is Cassie, and I am from Denver, Colorado. My tongue twister is in Spanish. In Spanish, it is tres. Tristes tigres, dragavan in un trigal. Tragavan in un trigal, tres tristes tigres. In English, that means three sad tigers swallowed in a
0: wheat field. That was Vivian, Ethan, Pumzile, Ruby, and Cassie. It's nice to think that no matter where you go in the world, people will be using language to tie up their tongues and say fun things. A tongue twister is a phrase or series of words that's difficult to say. We make sounds thanks to the air
1: vibrating our vocal folds. And we articulate those sounds with things like our teeth
0: and tongues. We can make tricky tongue twisters by using competing patterns and similar sounds. Some people are better at tongue twisters than others. But there are certain sounds that are hard for everyone to say, especially when they're young. That's it for this episode of Brains On.
1: This episode was produced by Molly Bloom, Ruby Guthrie, Anna Goldfield, Rosie DuPont, Mark Sanchez, Sandon Totten, and Anna Weigel.
0: This episode was mixed by Evan Clark and sound designed by Eduardo Perez. We had engineering help from Mike Keeney. Special thanks to Kalia Gaston and Andy Dusset.
1: Brains On is a nonprofit public radio program.
0: There are lots of ways to support the show. You can make a donation, buy our books, come see us on tour, or tell your friends about us. All right, let's go back to the mystery sound. Hey, do you have any new thoughts? Um, no, I
1: think I'm going to stick to what I had. It does sound like a water bottle, like, still, like, still something water bottle related, and I definitely hear someone swallowing.
0: Hmm. Ready for the answer? Yep. All right, here it is.
2: Hi, I'm Genevieve from Tucson, Arizona. That was the sound of me throwing sand into a saguaro cactus.
0: Oh.
1: What? (laughs) i wasn't wasn't even close i mean it had water related but like (laughs) Uh, that was really tricky
0: the sand sounded to me like water as well i had no idea i didn't know sand could sound so much like water yeah i guess like when it like it comes in those small grains it can sound kind of like things pouring yeah pouring out i guess we will have to throw some sand like some cactuses later and see if we can make it sound (laughs) like that again
5: b b b b b b b b brains
4: on.
0: We love getting mystery sounds from our listeners. Our listeners who send in questions, ideas, mystery sounds and drawings all get added to the Brains Honor Roll. Here's the most recent group. Jolene and Rhiannon from Dubarton, New Hampshire, Titus from Salt Lake City, Liam from Houston, Brandon from Atlanta, Brody from Buffalo, New York, Kate from Illinois, Adina from Israel, Emily and Lily from Ottawa, Blaine and Callum from Cannon City, Colorado, Verdell from Moab, Utah, Eli from Plymouth, Minnesota, Maddox from Iowa, Stella from Toronto, Sophia from Xavea, Spain, Annika and Tegan from Greenville, South Carolina, Anna and Nora from Phoenix, Camilla and Rosie from Highland Park, Illinois, Bailey from Lake Charles, Louisiana, Annika from Taylorsville, Utah, Shivani from San Jose, California, Sophie from Melbourne, Australia, Samuel and Anna from Aylmer, Quebec, Soren from Cleveland, Brooklyn from Piketon, Ohio, Roly from Madison, Wisconsin, Jackson from Novato, California, Maxine from Hugo, Minnesota, Zach and Ian from Wayne, Pennsylvania, Geronimo from Wheatland, Wyoming, Hadley from Mountain View, California, Josh from Toronto, Ava from New York City, Sonia and Vera from Phoenix, Cole from Chattanooga, Raven from Los Angeles, Felix from Portland, Oregon. Cassie from Lyndhurst, New Jersey. Emmanuel from Minneapolis. Tatina from Los Angeles. Maria from Gallup, New Mexico. Sebastian and Owen from Niskayuna, New York. Ryan from Brooklyn, New York. Madeline from Lowville, Wisconsin. Ava from Bellevue, Washington. Genevieve from Isle Lamont, Vermont. Sawyer from Jamestown, Rhode Island. Everett from White Plains, Georgia. Avery from Minneapolis. Carter from Allen, Texas. August from Angier, North Carolina. Finn from Salem, Massachusetts. Oliver from Sheridan, Wyoming. Estelle from Carolina. Brenna from Cincinnati. Merrick and Vance from Nebraska. Rafi and Ella from Bethesda. Maryland, Hudson Jr. from Milford, Iowa, Daenerys and Tiger from Chicago, Holly from Morgantown, West Virginia, Alone and Evyatar from Modine, Israel, Audrey from Westlake, Louisiana, Nolan from Matomidai, Minnesota, Cecilia from Brooklyn, New York, Mika and Sophia from Surabaya, Indonesia, Amalia from Portland, Oregon, Isaac, Ilan, Benjamin, and Adeline from Winder, Georgia, Juniper from Framingham, Massachusetts, Grace from Los Angeles, Caden from Portland, Oregon, Emma and Callum from Stanwood, Washington, Brooks and Georgia from Carlsbad, California, and Vincent from Paris, France. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.